Hey, welcome back, guys. Welcome back to On the Town with Tanya. And I'm your host. I thank you so much for taking the time to watch us tonight. Uh, I welcome you all. Um, this show tonight is dedicated to a friend of mine, uh, Sam, who we lost uh, several years ago now uh, to domestic violence. Um, and anyone can be affected at any time. If you don't know what uh, signs to look for, um, please, please watch the show and um, listen as we bring on tonight's guest. Uh, in her own words, tonight, the night's guest uh, says, dating violence is not for adults only, but for one, uh, but one of the biggest problems facing young girls today. So here with us tonight uh, to discuss her new book, Sweetie, how much should you give up to keep that relationship? I can answer that. Please welcome Deborah J. Pilardi, a uh, survivor. Thank, Thank you very much for having me. So how happy to be here. Thank you so much for taking the time to come. Um, you know, domestic violence is a, is a, a serious um, issue that's close to my heart. Um, I've lost a few friends to domestic violence uh, and I had no idea, uh, which is what makes it even harder. Um, but when I saw this book, I said, hmm, let's see what she's got to say. Because um, there's, I think while there's a lot being done, there's a lot still not quite being, um, there's more that can be done. How about oh, that? Yeah. So, so that's, that's why I thought this would be a great time to have you on. I appreciate you taking the time uh, to come on. I'm sweating, as you can see with the lights, so forgive me. Me too. <laughs> so, so your book, um, first of all, give us a little summary of your book because because uh, i want viewers to know um you know show us the pick the title you have it you have it with you i have a book with me yes i do okay there it is see yes, we can see see it. It. okay how about that's that? good there we go sweetie mm -hmm. should you that's how much should you give up to keep a relationship i can answer that and i'm really proud of the cover yes. um the boy and girl is has a long story but we don't have time for that right now that's okay um, uh Yep. Sweetie is hope mm -hmm. because if anybody who's been affected by domestic violence has been given literature to, to read mm -hmm. and it is so dry, mm -hmm. it is so clinical. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with the person who's reading it and has nothing in it that can really help them. And I, I, I challenge people as say, would, when you think about domestic violence, can you point to something that's finally out there that has hope mm -hmm. and nobody can, mm -hmm. but my book, and I know it sounds lofty, but my book is that hope because it's short. Mm. It can be read in an hour, which, mm. of course, um, a lot of people would know that um, if you're a victim, you sometimes get rescued. And that is how long it is before the abuser comes back and collects you again. Wow. You can read the book in that amount of time. Wow. Everything is in there. Every single thing is in there. And. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who you are. You can understand every word because all I did was use the dictionary. And it's like I said, was saying it was intimate and personal. It's a letter to mm -hmm. the person who reads it. It's about them. Wow. Wow. It's the first, I mean, it, if I, if it ever gets into the hands of the people who need it, mm -hmm. it is, it will be called the first ray of hope mm -hmm. in a long, long time. And I mean, like, I'm just a, uh, I have a staff of one, me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So, you know, it's it's taken a little time to, you know, let people know I, I have to do it as well as work full time and have a family and stuff. Just like every person on earth, you know. Right. No, absolutely. Well, what's the um, what's the one takeaway? Like, let's say um, um, in the first chapter, what's the one takeaway that someone can take away from your book? As soon as I pick well, it up. The one the first thing is that people. um they get these relationships and they, they think that this is the best thing that's ever happened to them because this it's hot and it's, and it's fiery and it's passionate mm -hmm. and the person is just so into them. Mm -hmm. And you think this is what I've been waiting for my whole life. I just feel sorry for my friends who, who, you know, just have regular relationships. I have, I finally have this amazing thing. Mm -hmm. And that, um, that lasts a very short period of time. Mm hmm but by the time that's over, mm -hmm. um, you are trapped. Right. Because they lure you in. in. They yes. lure you in. Yeah. And it's a very cunning uh, flowers, mm -hmm. dinners, fancy whatever, mm -hmm. whatever it takes to hook you in. 
and, and, I, and I've seen it over and over and over again. I said, oh my gosh. But but here's the one thing, I think it was Maya Angelou said, she may not have been the originator, but they said, when people show you who they are, believe them. Yeah. Now, the problem with that is we put our fog blinders on because yeah. we're so eager for this love and we can't believe like, what? Like, uh, this is all me? And yeah. I get it. I get the way we can be lured in. I totally get it. Some people yeah. say, well, how come they stayed? That's not the question really to ask. Is no. not how come they stayed? Because we can ask that all day long. It's right. why would another human being think that it's okay to put an act of violence on another human being? And right. then you top that on top of it in front of their kids. Well, I can't answer that. I can't answer that. And What's happening is, and this is kind of like the middle of the book, but that's okay. I think it's good to bounce around. Mm -hmm. Is when it gets really, um, it, you're you're in it, the, the in it. Um, these abusers, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a form of human trafficking, mm -hmm. you know, because you have been removed from your whole family, your friends, your practically your work, everything. It's but you just have one trafficker, mm -hmm. but the victims will sometimes think if I can just prove how much I love this person, mm. um, then all the fights will stop. And mm. sadly, nothing can be further from the truth because these fights have to continue. They have to because that is how they get their um, feed, if you will. They're they're consuming their victim. They're consuming you. They're, mm. it's, they're using you as food. They're using these fights as food. Mm. For them, that's how they're like in, in, ingratiating themselves. And a lot of people will say once food has been consumed, it goes through a metamorphosis. It's either completely gone or changed, which is definitely explains right. victims of domestic violence. Mm. And when when they make it up, when everything's all terrible and they're making you up and they're, and they're buttering you up and they're being so nice, mm. it's literally like buttering food so mm. that it's more delicious the next time because it's a fresh new batch mm. of not being mad it's it's just i mean it can't even fit the description better right because they're like vampires mm. they're well, like mm. yeah well my my first because uh, i'm always played devil's advocate and i'm probably the audience person that has no idea about none of this um the the first sign okay so and when i ask people the first 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 sign um do you do you have you experienced this or do you have you heard this before is that the first thing first very first date probably highly probable the first date or the first even time meeting whatever was um something was done that because the blinders we all have the love blinders you know like oh my god you're so cute i think i'm cute you know which is normal that's a human thing it's okay yeah. Um, but that thing is on. And so you don't even see when they grab your phone or say, who are you talking to? Someone calls you or what? Yeah. Why are you looking at him? Or why is she looking mm -hmm. at you? Or whatever it is. Yeah. Those are the first, there's always, usually I ask people to go back, go back with the fine tooth comb. Let's go back to the first time. And usually they freak out and say, oh my gosh, the first time I met them, that was, that was a red flag. Yeah. I didn't yeah. pay attention because, you know, we all want love. Human beings want love. Right. And we want to feel special, you know, so that that alone, any human is a subject uh, to this. If we if we're not uh, if we're not um, really, really up on tactics, I'll say, you know, right. to lure people in. Yes. And, you know, if if my book was written, uh, read by people who've never been in domestic violence, mm -hmm. they would not fall for that mm. when it, when it starts happening. Also, um we need help getting victims who are trapped and family members who have given up are yeah. really like the complete army that we need. Mm. And if they read my book, they would run, not walk mm. to, to help the person of um, the help the person. Cause they would know they were trapped. Yes. Like, like um, if I say this a lot, but it's, there's a best way to, um, to describe it. If you and I were out on a boat mm -hmm. and, you fell overboard. And every time I tried to grab your hand, the current just took you out of reach. Mm. And I said, well, she must just like it out there mm. and drove off. Mm. I mean, you would have a really almost a hundred percent chance of getting back to shore and being fine. Now you'd never speak to me again, but you, you would be fine. Mm. However, uh, this is what's happening. 
mm. in domestic violence. And they, these people are not going to be fine. They need help. Yes. Um, I can tell you how I got rescued. Okay, yes. Um, I was going out with him for about a year and a lot of stuff was happening. But you always have the straw that breaks the camel's back, right? Mm -hmm. So he, he came to my house. It was uh, early in the morning and he saw that my shades were up, you know. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what would you pull those up for? Mm. And I said, uh, daytime. Mm. <laughs> he's, like, right? he's like, who are you trying to see? Oh and I had already known, I had already known, you know, but that was like, oh, we cannot, this is just cannot keep happening. This was 40 years ago, by the way. Right. Wow. Um, and so, yeah. Wow. Let me just explain how. First of all. <laughs> <laughs> you look amazing. That's first. Well, I'm 63, but really, um, yeah, girl. Woo! Talking about black don't crack. I think they got that. They got to go back on that one. I'm, <laughs> I'm Sicilian. So. Oh, that's why. Yeah, there it is. Woo! There it um, is. It's gorgeous. But um, I, right now I look blue, but <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We like blue. Avatar is my favorite. Favorite. <laughs> so I uh, I broke up with him. Uh -huh. And of course, back then it wasn't called stalking. It was called following. Okay. And um, for like almost five years, he stalked me. We're going to call it stalking yeah, because really? that's what he did. And I got fired from jobs. I mean, none of the my friends in my circle would go out with me mm -hmm. because they all knew that I had a crazy person following me around. So they didn't want to deal with it. I had, didn't have a date in, in like almost five years. And so I was living in an apartment, but somehow I was always careful. Let me just get a drink of water. It's okay. Go ahead. It's okay. I was always careful. Mm -hmm. So he never found me in my apartment. Wow. It was almost five years. I had to be careful. I always had to see if someone was tailing me. Oh. <laughs> but um, so it was fine. Then that one weekend, the people on the third floor and the people on the first floor moved out and left me on the second floor by myself. Mm. No problem. Um, Monday rolls around. I get a knock on the door and it's him. I, I don't know what happened. Um, the the hitting starts the screaming starts i'm rolling around in my hallway and i'm pretty sure i'm dead now because everyone's moved out right but he just gets up and starts running down the stairs and i was trying to figure out why he was running and all of a sudden i saw a person chasing mm -hmm. him with a bat <laughs> uh, and i found out i later found out that a person moved in upstairs mm -hmm. um with a bag of cups and a sleeping bag and apparently a bat wow. <laughs> yeah, that was um, Huh? That was an angel. Yeah. Um, now I hadn't told my family I was being stalked or anything. So I had been stalked for a long time and I wasn't asking for help because I was too afraid they were going to be dragged into my, mm. my hell. And this is what victims do still today. Mm. Um, my landlord comes over that day, tells me he heard about what happened and stuff. And he mm. goes, you know, I think he'd be perfect for you. And I'm thinking, how, how rude is this guy? You know, I mean, he's seen me up here for five years and suddenly he knows who's perfect for me. What? No. And so the next day I come home and I see a car I don't recognize in the in front of the apartment house and I get out and start walking in. He was in his car. I didn't know, but his park car door opens up and he starts getting out. It's like watching a tree grow. He was so tall. <laughs> it was like, so I'm only five feet. So oh, he's, wow. he starts walking. Now he's ahead of me, mm -hmm. but he sees me and he turns around and he looks at me as I saw his face. And I, and I thought, oh yeah, you'll do. <laughs> 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 well, I've never had a thought like that before. Oh, and so gosh. I really wanted to thank him for, you know, saving my life. So I married him. Mm. Wow. Married. We've been married for 34 years. We have five children. <laughs> what? Wow. That was amazing. That is so, but, did you have to do um, extra work, you know, therapy to get yourself out of that? Someone's watching me head. You yes. know what I mean? Because that's yes, very but but what happened was I thought I was going to have to move now. Right. Because oh. now he knows where I live. All right. But he never, ever, ever came back after that day because one person took him on that could take him. And he didn't know that I didn't know that guy. Right. He had no idea because he had never been to my house. Wow. He had no idea that I've never met that person. So he must have thought we were going out. What? And that's he never came back. What a coward. That is, you're lucky because that's not usually how it goes. I'll yeah. tell you right now, that's usually, matter of fact, that usually pisses somebody off more. But they think well, we were broken up for five years. 
Yeah, but if they're stalking you, usually that is not how it goes. They, I know. They, it's either me or nobody can have you. That's the famous line. I know. Oh, I know. As a matter of fact, yes, yes. Demise because of that. Let me point that. Let me let me let me go on to that because I have a tendency to forget because I'm 63 years old. Okay. So, why are women in more danger when they break up? Right. Because he is using you for Mm -hmm. food. Mm -hmm. Right. So let's say you're a sandwich. Mm -hmm. Let's say you're a sandwich. You're eating your sandwich, Mm -hmm. but then you have like one piece left, and you drop it in the sand. Now you can't eat it because it's ruined. You're not just you're not just gonna like walk off. You're gonna be so bad at that sandwich. You're gonna stomp on it before you throw it in the trash, mm. right? Once you find out that sandwich can no longer be yours. Hmm. Wow, that's a good way to see it. Uh, well, here they say seventy five percent of women uh, die uh, uh, as they attempt to leave. Yeah. And that 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 is why. You know, when I hear people say, well, why don't they just leave? It's like it's uh, and it took me taking classes and learning to learn the right pattern instead of saying what typical people say um, who have not been in it. Um, but it was I didn't realize until uh, one lady said to me, she said, if I would try to leave, I'd be dead. And, yeah. and my safety was first. And when I realized, that, I said, wait a minute, that that's why a lot of people stay, because usually they're controlling the money. They made you alienate from all your friends oh, and yeah. family, big time. Oh, yeah. Especially oh, yeah. the closer your family was, the more they're going to put you way out there and mm-hmm. have you labeled as something that ain't even true half mm-hmm. of the time. But but it's good enough that they won't be back. Oh, yeah. And um and he controls you first by that. That's the first thing is make alienate her, make sure she or he does not have anyone or anything to rescue them. That's first because yeah. then. If you know you're out on the island by yourself, yeah. I come on the island, like you said, with some food or something. What are you going to do? Exactly what I tell you to do, yeah. because now I'm in control. And right. that's 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 so important for young girls to know that when you're in these relationships uh, and not just young girls, I know old girls that are in these. Oh, relationships yeah. that are doing. I mean, I'm like, you are way girl. Didn't you learn anything? But it does. Like you said, no age, no discrimination on color. Sure. Even though they say uh, more black women are likely to suffer from domestic violence, but I don't believe that. That's absolute. I can prove that that's a lie, and I'll tell you why. Because if you go to Australia and you go to other countries where the death rate is even worse than here, India, uh, you know, go to other countries, you'll be like, yeah. wait, that makes them look like like Swiss cheese. Isn't like nothing. So mm-hmm. I know those stats are. I call them lies um, or pumped up so that, and I'll tell you why so that white women will feel like they're really safe. You see? Now, I know. I know it sounds crazy, but they don't want in the media to make you think that you're not safe, and they don't want the world to think that you're not safe. You see, yeah. It's okay for other women, but it's not. I'm, tell, I'm telling you, trust me when I tell you, I've been checking this out for a while, how they cover it, where they cover it, how they put a face to it when there really is no face. I know a woman yeah. was married to an attorney, a big time attorney, and she was being beat every day. And no yeah. one had no clue at all. Including she never said her. a word. She never said a word. Never said a word because she's very passive and quiet. And never. I, I I was shocked when she told me. I was like, you what? And I, you know, it's only the reason I knew something wrong because I have good instinct. So I know if you're hiding something from me as a friend, that's how, that's Great. the only thing I knew. But I, but I didn't know what it was. When she told me, I was like, wait, say that again. Because, right. wait, you? Yeah, I'm no, no, you mean like verbally? No, physically. Wait, wait, mm-hmm. say that again. I mean, I had to keep saying, repeat that again, because it was just not what we see on the news, you know, uh, what we hear about, the stereotypes. You know, it was not that at all. And I know plenty of women who, if I put them in front of you, be like, you're lying. Mm-hmm. Well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, but the average person. Oh, no. No. would say, oh, not her. Yeah, her and yeah, him or she. I mean, I know women that do, do, do that. It's, it's men too. It's men too, believe right. me, that oh, get trapped oh, in domestic violence. Well, I want a stereotype. Sorry, guys. We, no, we, no. I mean, anybody who, if you're a person who likes to consume another person by being, by make, you know, whatever they do, mm-hmm. you know, being violent against them. And it's not always physical violence. It can be also verbal violence or mm-hmm. whatever. But in my book, I, 
I talk about how, I mean, I make a million points and I prove my points. Right. Like I just start off with um, very simply, like if you're in a good relationship, you're going to thrive. Now, mm -hmm. both, both of you and I would know what that means. That's something good. Mm -hmm. But what I did in my book was I took time and I said, I'm going to look it up. For, I, lo I looked it up and thrive means to grow vigorously. Mm. Now, when you hear the definition, that's powerful mm. because you read, you're reading that, you know, that means to grow vigorously. And in anybody who's already in trapped in a mess of violence relationship knows they're not growing vigorously. Mm. They might be shrinking vigorously, but they're not growing vigorously. No. And, um, mm. uh, I proved like that. They, they think that they're still loved that at least this person loves them. Mm -hmm. But I made sure that I proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that that person that they're in a relationship with does not love them mm. because I use my dictionary again. And that's why it's so simple to read. Right. Um, if the, the opposite of love is not hate, a lot of people think it's hate. It's not hate. Like mm. suppose that I'm, I'm at home right now making a salad or something. I see a, a, a um, commercial, I mean, a news that somebody got in an accident. It's in my area. I don't know this person. I'm just making my salad. I don't care. Right. I am indifferent, completely mm. indifferent to whatever suffering that I just saw on the news. Mm. So in my book, I, I point out without a shadow of a doubt that this person is indifferent mm. to everything that's important to you, your mm. job, your friends, your family, fashion, your hopes, your dreams, everything. Mm. I mean, maybe you've heard this before when you're um, a person who's, in domestic violence, the person will say, what do you think you're going to go out and do whatever you want? Have you heard that before? Mm. The, 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 a lot of girls will go or victim will go, no, I'm not going to do go out and do whatever I want. But the answer is yes, I'm going to go out and do whatever I want because you have integrity and your integrity and the stuff that you want uh, are not going to harm the relationship, but they don't, they're indifferent to right. your integrity. They're right. indifferent to absolutely everything that's important to you. That means they don't love you. Mm. Wow. Wow. You know, and the person who was, they love them. So, you know, I, I gave the the reader permission to still love the person who was in the, the relationship because they were in it for real. However, I pointed out that um, it feels like only that person can fit in the little spot where their heart is, but it isn't true. You know, your heart's a lot like jello. If you take the person out and let them stay out and let nobody come in for a little while, that, that shape will just fill in and another person can fit in there. Mm. Well, you know? well, um, here's, here's another uh, question. So, um, where does, um, family and, um, family background play into all this? Cause, um, some of the, a lot of the cases, um, that I've seen, um, if you go back into, you know, some of the really serious cases, um, it's childhood is a big part in why we, because here's the thing, we often attract the very thing we had in our childhood. So if, and meaning like if we had a loving home, kind and caring, usually not all the time, usually we'll find that we want that same thing. So we'll attract unconsciously to that same type of relationship. That's right. not always the case. Some people have to work hard for that because they want the opposite of what they had. So there are right. those exceptions. And I, I know a lady who's brilliant. I mean, absolutely brilliant. She was sexually abused by her father since she was four years old. And mm -hmm. she vowed that she would get out of her home, but to herself, she vowed, right. I don't know what happens. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take advantage of every opportunity I'm given, stash, start stashing money. And one day when I get to college, I'm out of here. And that's yeah. what she did. She got her good. degree and they never heard from her again. And she's now in like, oh, in her, she's in her eighties. They've never oh. heard. So, so that's a different case. Yes. Yeah. And she's, she's one. a one of one. Yes. She married one someone who loved her, that took good care of her. her, that really nurtured her, that knew the story, that was honored the story, respected the story. You see? Mm -hmm. So she did a different thing than most people do. But most people, if I, and that's not, I'm not talking about like a one-time incident. I'm talking about if we're always attracting the same type of DB partner, there's something to that. So why are we, why, not why is in judgment, but why so that we can analyze to ourselves and say, whoa, maybe now, okay, we'll do this different now. Let's mm -hmm. do this part different because that it starts with, you know, thinking about like, okay, so, you know, while you're in it, I understand why we stay. Because I mean, you have no choice. There right. is no choice. Sometimes there really, I, and I've seen women 
oh my God, I just, I'm like, please. Sometimes I'm like, don't leave because I know he's going to, he's going to go ballistic. It's just some people that motivates mm -hmm. to, to commit horrible acts. You know what I'm saying? So until you have a safe, solid plan and yes. a support team that's, that's a hundred percent solid and that's safe, that your kids are safe, that, that mm -hmm. you have a roof over your head, that they can honor and support you for as long as needed. Cause it's yes, a long, yes. it's not a short game. Yes. It's not no, no. Oh yeah. Okay. I got out. And today, no, 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 no. You may need years for him to a cool down and maybe hopefully get arrested for something so that he'll be in jail. And then you're right. him. or something where you can get far enough away, change your identity and become yeah. someone, including your kids, including your kids, because I've seen people do dumb things like, like not them, but the, the people helping them. I'm like, why are you, you take a person out of their situation, right? You know what this is. You know, he's going to murder her. You know, this, like that. He said it, he told them and right. you take her, you put her somewhere local, right? First mistake. Yep. Second of all, now the kids are like doing the, the PTAs on Facebook and all this other stuff. Well, that was easy to find them. Right. Now he found them. So what do you think he does? Hey, baby, you know, I love you, right? I want you back. Mm -hmm. And what right. do you think she's going to say? Because now she's like, oh, I already know what's going to happen if I say no. So she's back at again at square one. And that's the loop that has to right. be fixed. It's like mm -hmm. you have to do your own edit, so to speak. You have to right. do your own edit and say, okay, I'm planning this all out. That's why I love Julia Roberts um, sleeping with the enemy. What was it called? Sleeping oh yeah. That movie, whoa, to this day hits me in a place that I, I was like, whoa. But she plotted for years, took swimming lessons. I mean, like all the thought out every last detail. And that's unusual. Again, it's not everybody can do that. Okay. Everybody doesn't have that kind of money or figure out how to stash money. Okay. Very important. If you don't have resources and contacts, you're probably gonna have to stay. And that's, mm -hmm. that's where we we need as a society to be having places ready, right. prepared, not calling. I called one place and we're like, oh, we don't have any room. Mm -hmm. Really? You don't have any room. And someone's about to die. That's really interesting. I know. Like, like you don't have a backup plan? Right. Well, you don't, really? And you're a nonprofit. How does this work? I know. You know, um, and I know it's a lofty claim again, but if a person reads my book, they will know they, they have to get out of this relationship. I have had so much feedback. Mm -hmm. um, a person told me how many times they went back again and again and again. And after they read my book, they were like, oh, okay, we're not going back there again. And this is why. Mm -hmm. But one of I, there's a lot of reasons. And like you said, one of them is because you were brought up in a certain way and, you, and you're trying to attract what you, you knew. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of reasons why women get trapped. And I went over every, every single one of them and still kept my book short. But mm -hmm. one of them, one of them, Mm -hmm. is let's just say this let's just say i was using a powerful tool mm -hmm. incorrectly because i didn't know how to use it and okay. let's just say i was using the most powerful tool you know of mm -hmm. and i was using it incorrectly am i gonna get hurt mm. i'm gonna i'm going to mm. so let me ask you um what is more powerful than a mother's love mm. not much so when these these abusers start acting up okay mm -hmm. what happens is something happens and i don't really know how it works but something happens where they worm themselves into our heart mm -hmm. but it's not the spot for partners there's right. all these different spots for everybody mm -hmm. the spot for partners is spot for partners, but there's another spot where we have our children mm. and where we have our children is a mother's love so that means that our kids can do everything. They can do all kinds of stuff wrong. And there are no deal breakers. You just keep going back over and over and over and over again, no matter what. Now, our partners are, that's that not true. There's, there's deal breakers for our partners. But right. the abuser somehow worms their way into the spot of our heart mm -hmm. that only is supposed to be for our children. Mm -hmm. And we do not realize that is what's happened. So mm -hmm. we just keep going back and back and back. And we don't realize that they, that they're in there. They're not supposed to be in there mm -hmm. that we are actually being abused by our own heart. Now, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's, it's, right. it's our own, our own self is, is abusing us because we're, we, they're in the wrong spot. Mm -hmm. And so that's just one of the reasons I, I definitely take time to, uh, talk about that so the person realizes what's happening. Mm. Um, I, I also talk about the fact that, you know, your your true love um, is not going to be a prince 
riding in on a on a horse and and everything's going to be beautiful because nobody's perfect right. you, when you have a great relationship you have a perfect relationship you're going to still going to have issues but when you're in a domestic violence relationship, you you can't say, oh, oh my gosh, um, oh my gosh, uh, we'll call him Bobby. Bobby, I don't like it when you do X, Y, and Z. You mm -hmm. know, don't don't even talk to me tonight because of what you said the other day. That is just, you know, you know, we we do that in a regular relationship. Mm. The victim mm. does not have that right. They don't. They're not even able, they have given that up to. Wow. They have given that up to say, I don't like it when you do X, Y, and Z. Can you imagine being in a relationship where the person is doing all these different things and you can't say anything mm. because you're so scared. Now you're scared. They're in the part of your heart that you have just for your children. They're doing all these things wrong. They're, they're buttering you up so that you're nice and delicious for the next fight. You right. can't convince them um mm. to stop arguing and fighting and being violent because that's what they want that's why they're there they love that mm. they're whatever the, whatever it is that they're getting out of it that has to continue and the victim doesn't know the victim thinks if i can just prove that i love them and that right. nothing will happen it's all gonna be over wrong well well that part <laughs> of having to please that part right there uh and that's a therapy piece um but that's the part right there that uh, that that I would take ownership for. That why am I having to please this person? Something in my past, I would assume, um, made me want to be a people pleaser to the point that I'm not able to identify um, when it's not uh, healthy to be pleasing someone. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard um, because without the therapy piece. It'll just be over and over and over again. It's right. it's just a repetitive cycle that's passed on to your children because they didn't get the help that they need to see. Now, let's see this pattern. Oh, this is what this is what this is. Mm -hmm. Okay, and on both on both sides, I mean, the the perpetrator has a whole bunch of work uh, and issues that goes oh, yeah. way. I mean, literally, psycho and analytic therapy is needed deep if there if there's any help that's what's needed uh and not many people you know they do those classes sometimes but i was like mm, not sure if that's gonna really help people who have read my book tell me they read it over and over again mm -hmm. because it's just uh, something that they that they thought of and they read it again and it like, yeah. makes more sense and it's so easy to read mm -hmm. i mean it's, it's almost like you know it's almost like a, a one of those drinks mm -hmm. that when someone's dehydrated mm -hmm. It's almost like something like that. It's just so easy to read. I mean, obviously, if I could have made it into a nasal spray or or a brownie or something, I would have. I would have, but right. I don't know how to do that. Right, so right. I just made it short, as short as possible, and easy to read, and make sure everything's in there. Right. Um, but the the thing is, there are so many different reasons, mm. and some victims are suffering from every single reason mm. at once. Mm, yes. Well, I mean, again, I always tell people, and this is for anybody, whatever was going on in your childhood, you usually seek out the same thing. So if you yeah, wasn't well, getting attention or if you was getting too much attention, if you were um, being viol verbally abused, violently abused, you watch your mom get abused, your dad get abused, um, all that stuff as a child plays on your psyche mm -hmm. and goes right into your insert right into your relationships yeah. and until you get proper help i tell everybody get therapy even if it's just to dissect your childhood and process and compartmentalize where everything goes because we all have issues we all have right. things that happen that's not a that's not the issue that's not the issue no the issue mm -hmm. is we usually st stuff it down put it down there and just let it even though we got heartburn we're like yeah i'm just gonna keep hold all this grief yeah I'm going to hold on to it forever and, and I'm not going to do anything about it. And as you know, that could be a big problem yeah. in, internally. And that's where things like drug abuse, addiction, oh, yeah. violence, um, right. becoming shooters. I mean, all those things, put them all together. They're right. all indicative of things that happen that I never processed, that I stuffed away mm. and that I didn't deal with. Right. And Once you get hopeless... You're yeah. hopeless now you you know your life is hopeless these people are 
in human trafficking. I mean, can't even explain it. I mean, enough that, but they just have one trafficker. But um, one of the things I wanted to say is that, so you're isolated. You don't see your family. You don't see your friends. You don't, you don't even have a job anymore. You can't, you know, buy clothes that you like nothing. Right. right. So is he having the same life that you're having? But these, these, these abusers don't have the same life. How are they getting away with it? Mm -hmm. They start a fight and then they leave. Yep. And you're too afraid to leave. You can't do anything. You can't make a phone call. You can't do anything. They're mm -hmm. out having the time of their lives. Mm -hmm. But while you're home, terrified. Mm -hmm. And then when they come back, who knows when, you're too afraid to ask where they were. Mm -hmm. And that repeats itself over and over and over. So they're having the best life they can live. They're leaving the best life. And mm. you're you're isolated and you're trapped and they're not. Wow. And also, um, our communities mm. are being robbed of these people who are being abused. They should be out here with us, giving us their gifts, their special things that they were supposed to contribute to society. And mm. we are being robbed of these people who were supposed to be with us. And well, we do don't even know what we have given up. But what do you say to people um, that say, well, I didn't tell them to stay. They stayed and we tried to help them, but they they went back. So uh, what do you what do you say well, to, the, to those? Yeah, that's why the family members need to read my book, because mm -hmm. look how long I was trapped. I broke up with them after a year, but I was stalked for five years. Mm -hmm. I finally got rescued. Someone helped me. Right. But you didn't someone tell anybody me. you said in your family. Right. I didn't. But someone finally helped me. Okay. So, so yeah. So that's the hard part on, on bringing it back to society. Cause if you don't ask for help, guess what? It ain't coming. Well, they, that's what I'm saying. These family members will be back on board. If they read my book, they will be on board. Right. They will not give up on their, on the person that they had previously given up on. Mm -hmm. I promise you after they read my book, I promise you they will be, they will be inflamed to make sure that they, they will realize the mistake that they made giving up, they will right. hate themselves for it right. and they will rectify that. I right. promise you because right. they, they will just, they will just know everything. They right. will know that that person needs help. They cannot do this by themselves. They cannot. Wow. Well, um, I'm going to go to a video break and then when we come back. We'll talk about um, why, like, especially if you have brothers, why they're not helping dads. Like, how could you sit by and watch your daughter that is, we'll go through this like we'll talk about that let's just go to a quick video break and we'll come back and talk about that okay all right so guys hang out for a minute we're just going to go for a quick video break we'll be right back just hang tight my baby's kind of crazy i like kind of hazy he's always down on right till the end oh his heart's a little heavy drinks beers tries to shed me He's always on it right till the end. Oh, just tell me when you want it, I got it. Oh, just tell me when you need it, I have it. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, tell me any day that you're waiting. Oh, how do you wanna play? Watching on the town. I'm your host, and I'm here with author Deborah J. Pilardi. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. So, um, what was one of the viewer questions here? Let me see if I can find it. Uh, someone was asking about viewer question. There we go. Uh, why are brothers and fathers allowing this? 
Uh, so I say sometimes, sometimes I've seen them get bought by the abuser, like they buy the mom a nice house, whatever, a car. Um, I've seen, um, um, you know, they're not, there's no connection between the siblings. Um, so because maybe they had some past abuse thing going on, who knows? Uh, there's some scared because they know, like, if we do anything, he's going to come for us. And some are just not able, like the parents, senior, you know, what is she going to do? It just, you know, she's going to get probably beat up, unfortunately, as well. So what do you, what's your thoughts on that? My thoughts on that is they, the, if there are brothers and fathers, and I had brothers and I had fathers and I had grandfathers, mm-hmm. um, the, the um, victim is doing everything they can to protect them. Mm-hmm. So every time, if there is able to have a conversation, they're telling them everything's fine. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening. They're telling them everything's fine. I promise you everything's fine. That happened one time. Meanwhile, you know, they're, they have bruises all over their bodies. I'm just telling you, they are making sure. I did not tell anybody because I did not want anything to happen to my family. Mm. And so I just, just you know, but so, when somebody finally helped me, like I said, he didn't come back. And I was, I was a little upset because I was like, wow, all mm. this time, it, this person was a coward. Right. Who knew? Right. And that's the thing. Uh, that's the thing. That's that's the real thing. Yeah. You know, I, I just it just breaks my heart because um, every day we're hearing more and more stories like the young lady who was strolling her baby in Manhattan, her three year old and her boyfriend, her ex came up and literally, you know, I'll say popped her uh, in the head um, and took her life like that. Right. Five seconds, five seconds. And then right. now they're talking about, yeah, it was domestic violence. It was this and that. It's not. And I said, well, where was, I still say, where was it? Cause I know if, if I had been in a relationship where a guy even raised his voice to me, my brother that passed away would have been over my house in five seconds. Like there would have been no questions asked. He don't care about what he got and what he can do because that we had a close relationship. So that, that's just not going to happen. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But there's people who don't have that. And right. I was so blessed to have a brother um, that was like, okay, not, not, not today. You know, and my girls, I'm the same way too. I said, well, you can, you're grown, you can do what you want, but don't let me find out, (laughs) you know, because I'm that mother that would be like, no, I'm not going to sit idle because I think a lot of times family knows that they know, but they're scared or they're intimidated or, or they're just like, you know what? That's their issue. They chose to do that. You know what I'm saying? So they don't, they they don't know how to respond, but I just, there's, as a mother, I could not sit by knowing now if i don't know that's a different story but if i saw my daughter coming in with black eyes every week are you kidding me do you think i would not be putting figuring out how am i going to figure out this before i present it to them because this definitely will be presented like it's not going to be some a lot of families ignore it or sweep it under the rug again because they're scared and i get that because there is something to be scared of oh yeah you know how many family members like they'll do you know, um, kill everybody in the family and then themselves. Yeah. So it's a real thing. It's a yes. real thing. And it's important for um, to have a support team, a solid, solid safety. Safety's first. First, especially when you have kids. That before anything else, safety. And when you're there, ironically to say, you're technically uh, safe uh, for that moment because there is no other option. So until you come up with another option, that's like, okay, we can get out of here safely because they're not home or, or, you know what I'm saying? We can plot, okay, they go to work at five and they always go to work. They never miss work or whatever right. it is. But you have to have a solid, I mean, a solid plan, especially if you know some, most of the times, you know right away, without a doubt, if this man is going to kill me or not. You, you know, you already know because uh, not you personally, but people know, yeah. well, we, again, well, I wouldn't do that for my kid. Wait, you'd think you wouldn't do that with your kid when he just blackened your eye in front of your two, oh, yeah. three or four-year-old who's oh, now yeah. traumatized. And now you just messed up their whole being because they don't know what that is. Right. And they're just, before five years old, you develop your sexuality and all that stuff already. So if you've been watching someone get beat all the time that you love, well, guess what? You just changed the trajectory of my brain yeah. and my thinking. So now what does that look like? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just a repetitive thing. And I think if everybody steps up, everybody, you know, steps up and say, okay, agencies got to step up. Yeah. You know, we need more teams, maybe rescue teams. You oh, know yeah. What I'm yeah. Yeah. Rescue team. Yeah. Uh, you know, have a place far away that people can go to 
instead of like two blocks away. Are you kidding me? I know. I know the resources is really important. Um, but, uh, in, you know, um, this, these are not my words, but right. this is my, was my intention, but people who was, were trapped in domestic violence said, you know, I never thought of it that way. I never thought of this that way. The stuff that I point out, I mean, I've never thought of this. Like I said, I proved that, you know, he didn't love them. So that's a lot of the things that you will, like, this relationship is hard. It's tough, but at least, you know, he loves me. Right, <laughs> and right. once they read that, you know, that little piece in there, it's like, well, he doesn't love me. Mm. And, you know, when you find out that, you know, people who are trapped in domestic violence literally mm. have less freedom than someone who's in prison. Mm. Because wow. people who are in prison can watch movies, can read books, right. can call their friends, can have right. visitors, mm. can sit and talk with people who, who um, you know, who share their same uh, values or right. whatever, mm. or or not values, whatever. I'm just saying. But they have more freedom mm -hmm. than people who are trapped in domestic violence. Mm. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then I and then one of the things I pointed out and I said, supposing your mom, mm -hmm. you know, and I just gave and your dad gave the list of stuff that you can't do. You can't see your friends. You can't wear your clothes. You can't have a job. You can't do this. You know, like I, I just I, I can't say it with my my mouth, but it's it's mm -hmm. in there perfectly. Mm -hmm. And you you would never go along with that. Right. Never. Right. But you're going along with it mm -hmm. for a physical relationship. Mm. That's the only difference mm. Mm -mm -mm. for the physical relationship. Well, that's again, that's part of the therapy and healing piece. You know, why am I needing this love so much that I'm willing to literally die for it? You're not even love. You're being well, consumed. I'm sorry. Yes, exactly. For no, I know what you're saying. You're, that's what the person's thinking. But once they realize, once they read my book, I'm telling you, they will find out. They will right. find out beyond a shadow of a doubt. They right. are not loved. Right. They exactly. are not loved. They're an object. Exactly. At all. They're right. food. They well, are food. Mm, that's that's deep. And like I said, if you drop your the last bite of your sandwich, mm -hmm. and now you can't have it anymore, you're gonna be mm -hmm. so mad at that sandwich, you're gonna stop on it and throw it in the trash. So right. once the person realizes they can't have you anymore right you're they're going to stomp on you and throw you in the trash yes so that's oof that's a powerful metaphor right there so so here's so let's go with some some conclusions and some ways um that we can um at least start being the catalyst for for uh for women and and men and children who are in a domestic violence situation so first we'll start with the young people uh for signs the first signs to look for um, and again, Maya Angela, that's how I know said it, but I don't know if she's the originator. Uh, when people show you who they are, believe them. That line sticks with me for everything, oh, yeah. everything. And people are like, oh, you're so judgmental on relationships. Cause they're like, yeah, you still didn't find anybody. I said, yeah. Cause I, I listen, when you tell me who you are, I believe you. Yeah. So it may take one hour, but as soon as you say the one thing that I'm thinking, hmm, hmm, in interesting. Yeah. I'm out. I'm not even going to sit around to see what happens because that's why most people end up in some funky something or something that they don't want because we, as human beings, we need love and we want love and we want to be accepted. That's normal. Um, but instead of stopping using your instinct that God gave you, he gave it to you, he gave yeah. it to you. Cause most people will say this, even when you have a friendship, uh, just a basic friendship that's a bad friendship. They're like, you know, they turn out to be like a robbers. I mean, I, nobody has <laughs> these kind of friends, but let's say they turn out to be a very bad person, right? You knew from day one. I knew they were trouble. Yeah. You knew. But what do we do? Oh, it's okay. I, I'm just going to, you know, uh, uh, no. First sign, in my opinion, possessive, mm -hmm. yeah. asking who's calling. At, this is, I've seen this on the first date. I yeah. was like, um, I was on the phone with somebody and she's like, um, oh, wait one second. And I hear the guy say, oh, who are you on the phone with? I said, who's that? She said, that's my new boyfriend. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Tell him to chill. Tell bro to chill. Yeah. She's like, oh, uh, and she right away, girl, just not even two days in. I was like, girl, it's day two. Right now mm -hmm. is the time to grab this by the throat and let yeah. him realize who the boss is. You don't let him. He Two days in, he's yeah. asking you. And my, my voice sounds like a man on the phone. So he probably thought, oh, yeah, she's trying to talk to some guy. Because I really do sound like a guy on the phone. I'm not even kidding. Like AT&T was like, oh, yes, sir. 
I'm like, ah, oh, it's me. <laughs> but you know, so I talk about it in my comedy a lot. But but for in realness, in seriousness, that's the first, first, first. I okay. guarantee yeah. you, I guarantee you, the first yeah. hour of the date, I guarantee you something funky happened, but we didn't pay attention to the detail. Yeah. And I and I asked, I've asked lots of women this question. And, and even if it's just the relationship didn't get to DV, but got to a verbal, just funkiness and not right. I asked them first, tell me about the first hour. And they always say something that's, that's, there it is, you know, yeah. like, well, you know, um, my, I was like, yeah, so let's do this and have my mom over. Why do you need your mom over? Right. Wait, what? I'm going to go see my sister. What do you need to see her for? You yes. have to, I'm here for you. Why do you need them? Yeah. Well, because no, you don't need to. Let's just, and then they over, what do you call that word? Um, not just family, jealousy, guy and gifts. Overreact. Physical. Oh, what's it called when they um, buy your um, time? They monopolize your time. Yeah. So oh, like, yeah. You're like, okay, I got to go to work. Why do you have that stupid job anyway? You don't need mm -hmm. this. Stupid job. I'll take care of you. Yeah. Oh, right. I'll take care of you. You don't need that stupid job. That job is so dumb, you know, or they get you fired, which is worse because now you're like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so to the they, point where yeah. the only thing they want is catatonic in a closet, like until they come back, you yeah, know, like basically. let's get a blow up doll. What do you need me for? You know, what I mean? that's it. That's it. But here's <laughs> the thing, too. So first that we saw, we talked about the cunningness first. That's how it first starts yeah. because no one's going to come in right and right and start hitting on you. I mean, no. if they do, that's just nuts. And then that's just like, are you really going to say today? Like this is the first day. <laughs> oh um, so, okay. So nobody's doing that. So it's usually like, Hey, beautiful. You are so beautiful. Look at you. I bought you some flowers. Let's go have dinner. Yeah. You know, I bought you a new car. Hell, I went to a house. <laughs> I mean, whatever. There's so right. many cunning ways. Like, First of all, they know what your weak point is, weak spot is. Not weak mm -hmm. like like a tack, but weak spot. You know, as, as a woman and as human beings, we all have that spot that will make us feel like, okay, you know, like uh -huh. whatever that is, right? Yeah. So they find that first. That's the first thing. And everybody knows charm always wins, always I wins, know. right? So when you... For, for young girls out there and young guys, because they get in abusive relationships too. I've seen guys get abused. Um, yep. The first thing, first thing on your radar is possessiveness. Oh, yeah. You're on the first date. Why do they care who's on the phone with you? Yeah, no, they don't even know you. Why do they care you took too long to go to the bathroom unless they were worried about a kidnap or something? But, <laughs> but why would they care? You took Crazy. a long time and you know you only took a minute. Why would they I know. care? that invest that much mm -hmm. in every micro thing that you've just done in an hour that you just met them. All right. That's, that's a good point because what, you know what they do um, th when you are talking, they listen to you, like, listen, like the, 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 the kind of listening that every woman or person who, who is, you know, wants. Mm -hmm. So you've got a person listening to every word you're saying. Yes. And you think this is so great. Yes. Well, that's why they're listening because they're waiting to find their perfect end mm -hmm. and they're finding what your weak points are. Because as yeah. we talk, and I learned to shut up a little bit sometimes on dates because I'm famous for talking, as everybody knows, I'm guilty, uh, but that's bad. If, if you're dealing with a narcissist, right? That's the worst thing you could do because now, thank you, you just put out the red carpet for everything they need to get you yeah. to come down that red carpet and go into the event right. of a lifetime. You see what I'm saying? Right. And the event That's is your demise. Your and demise. Yeah. And so sometimes we have to just, especially if you just met somebody, chill, bro. Wait, wait. I mean, I have a three month rule because people sometimes are very good at acting for that long, but they usually can't do it after that. It just never works. I guarantee you, it never works last three months, but I give you three months because that's when you show your true self. You know mm. what I'm saying? But I can guarantee you, if you show me a guy that can give his wife or girlfriend or boyfriend, whoever, a black eye, and especially in front of their kids, I can show you someone that on the first hour, they showed you something. You're right. The first hour. Like, right. I know it sounds crazy, but I've been going, going through with a comb, just saying to the young girls, okay, so what, 
oh yeah yeah you know because i thought it was cute oh yeah he huh? my cell phone <laughs> and right. i was like girl that was the first time yeah and then and so what happens when your mother called oh he was like who's on the phone and he was really mm -hmm. bad because i was talking to my dad or my brother or whoever it is i was like he was mad yeah he was really mad but at first some sometimes especially young times young kids or people who haven't had much attention they may be flattered they may think wow you know yes. somebody's really caring about me but that's yeah. not flattery guys no that's not flattery that's not cute that's no. not acceptable the first thing if you want to avoid domestic violence in this day and age i always say the first thing in the first hour of the date hell i even give you 15 minutes because i'm, <laughs> I'm a communications major so i can see things other people can't see like your body language yeah you know yeah. um you know, like your eye contact your tonation of your mm -hmm. voice you see what i'm saying so yeah. I'm like, yeah so what um you know look i'm investigative look at this so yeah deborah um you know why do you have to go to your mom's six why can't you stay with me <laughs> right exactly you know what i'm saying instead of like i i can't explain it but people always especially narcissists because abusers are narcissists in my opinion yeah, they're, they know what they're doing they're they're, they're they're professionals yes they're, they're <laughs> and so that's why we have to this is why it's so important. People think I'm crazy. I tell everybody, go take yourself to therapy if you had not had any. Right. Why? Because it will help you not attract the garbage part of your childhood. Mm -hmm. And if you don't get help for whatever happened in your childhood, good or bad or ugly, it's going to jump out the closet like a ghost, like skeleton. It's going to oh, fall. Yeah. They're going to be, oh, oh, oh. Why am I attracting these kinds of friends? <laughs> what, is, what is going on? Because you didn't get the help. Everybody yeah. needs a little help and a little processing. Yeah. And because because most of the world, I hate to say it, is dysfunctional. We don't believe that, but you better believe you go around. I don't know, hundred percent of the world is dysfunctional. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of what it what makes us all um, all in the same wow. boat. So we're all. <laughs> You know, there's no really person that walks around above us because, like, oh, I had a normal relationship. What I don't know, you know, what is that? Yeah, what is it's a normal not, childhood? <laughs> yeah, it's not even normal. Um, but I do know a couple folks who are like, "Ooh, wow, this is fancy." Um, where they're actually healthy. They're healthy dialogue between family members. There's healthy relationships. They know their relationships to each other. They yeah, role they yeah. play in society that they help them get to society. So if your brother and you have a good relationship, yeah, nine times out of ten, um, he's gonna see that abuser before he even gets in the house. Because I've seen some brothers just be like, "I'm moving in." It's like what? They're moving in. I was like, "Wow, that's how you got them out?" Yeah, my brother was like, "I'm moving in. I'm moving in." And and mm. the person left because they were like, "Damn, I can't just come up in here and take this yeah. person and, and just mine, you know, take everything from them." What? That's that's yeah. too hot. That's too much work. Most people don't want to stay if it's that much work from the beginning. That not uh, that is true. Time. That is true. My brothers yeah. were kids though. When, when, when you've been in it five years and now all of a sudden someone comes. No, you might actually get killed too. That's okay. a different story. No, you will. They will get killed. But my brothers were just kids when this whole thing started. And that's another reason. Yes. Well, that's what I'm saying. Some people mm -hmm. really innocently, they can't do it because these people are scary. They're yeah. not. Oh, yeah. They're scary. This is not like back in the 40s or something. And even though same thing, it's just as bad. But where you heard about, oh, he was talking down to his wife or something like that. You know, back in the day, this mm -hmm. is beyond that. This is like now they will prove a point in front of everyone and show them who the boss is. That's scary. Mm -hmm. That's a scary moment. Mm -hmm. And you have to be safe. You have to protect your kids. You have to protect yourself. And yeah. you have to protect your family. Like you said, if I go, I mean, sometimes it, oh, it's just, I. It's exhausting. It's Let me exhausting. tell you something. I, I think people who are abused, who are the, the victims of domestic violence have to be the most exhausted people on the planet. And you know, um, uh, I called a lot of uh, places that, that um, they work with anger management, they work with domestic violence people. And I, you know, I said, um, how, uh, how does this work? Uh, they go here and the next thing you know, they're not abusers anymore. Mm -hmm. And every single place I talked to was willing to talk to me off the record. And they said, um, here's what happens. 85% don't get helped. And of the 15% that are marked down as helped, mm -hmm. when they re-abuse, they don't call up 
and take themselves off the list. So she said it's probably, and she in a lot of other places, probably more of in the 90% of people who don't get help. So you can uh, think, well, we can go to counseling and everything's going to be fine. No, you can go to counseling and nothing's ever going to be fine. Mm, 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 mm. Because he doesn't love you. I prove that. Right. And he's using you for food. He's, he's, he's consuming you. And once you're so, uh, when you consume something, it goes through a metamorphosis, either forever changed or gone. Mm-hmm. Once you are no longer uh, nutritional, mm. you're not getting his nourishment from you anymore because you're all used up, mm-hmm. you're dead. Wow. Well, how, oh my gosh, that's just, that's just so crazy. How can, um, what can women um, do? Because to me, I mean, I always feel like if you can hit a woman or a man, whoever, in front of your kids, your impressionable kids, yeah. the thing that you love the most, if you can literally, I saw one lady got beat to a coma. You can do that in front of your six-year-old and your set. Like, there is nothing that you will not do, including, sure. including abuse those kids, sexually, yeah. physically, mentally. There is no, there is no safety. Some people stay and say, oh, my kids, oh, I say because they want to stay with their dad. Well, of course they're going to say they want to stay with their dad because mm-hmm. that's all they know. They don't know anything else. Yeah. If they knew that there was a healthier side, they'd be like, yo, let's get out of here. They don't mm-hmm. know. They're doing what they instinctively have to do because they think that's going to keep my mom safe. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're doing <clears throat> it. Not yeah. They love him or something. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, they might actually despise him, but they're not going to tell you that because they don't want to, they don't want you in danger. And they know you will do you know, things that, you know, they've seen it. They've seen it before. They've seen, you know, mom got beat when she tried to protect me, when she tried to help me. So they yeah. know, they instinct, don't ever think, a lot of people think, oh, my kid's only five. He doesn't have any idea about what's going on. Oh, he has an idea. Oh, yeah. He's never seen I remember a lot of stuff before. when I was five. Believe me. Yeah. Um, I was five. You don't think they know. Yeah. <laughs> they know. They know. Or uh, put it this way. Even a toddler, a two-year-old, oh, while yeah. they don't know, What's going on? I can't say, Deborah, this is happening to me. Their body registers to the mind and the trauma comes through fear, anxiety, depression, bipolar. I've seen these kids. I know I've seen these kids. Believe me, I've seen the the people shopping and I know that they're, they're, um, they're, they're, they're not looking at anything. They don't even know a person's, anyone's around them because they're so condition to make sure they don't look at anybody. But, you know, like I said, there's a lot of reasons. And the, one of the biggest reasons is that they worm themselves into the part of your heart that's for your mm-hmm. kids. So there are no deal breakers. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know that's happened. But also um, victims um, become junkies on their own adrenaline. Mm-hmm. So they will sometimes get rescued. And if, like I said, if they don't, if they don't read my book, I, I think I had divine intervention helping me write this book because it is so simple okay and once they read my book and they realize that one part just that one part right there someone told me that it was so powerful that oh my god he does not love me but um once they get out of the relationship and they're out for a little while mm-hmm. they they feel like they're lost like they they're, they're missing something it's their own adrenaline yes they're, they're they're hooked on they need to let things calm down yes and they don't know that so if they don't know that and now they didn't read, you know, anything that that's good, like my book. And then they don't know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he does not love me because he's indifferent to right. everything I want. I want that shirt. I want those pants. I want to go to this job. I want to hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to, you know, everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So, well, so they don't know. Now they're hooked on their own adrenaline. So mm-hmm. now they think they're lonely. They think that they made a mistake leaving this person. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the things that are, that is very difficult to deal with when when you're trying to help the person. Yeah. And so if if you had if you had something like sweetie where everything is so simple, it's like it's like when you read something that's dry, you and you have to take a test on it. Like you don't really know what you read because it's so dry. You have to read it a couple of times. Not with this book. Not with this book because everything is so simple. I don't care if you're. If you're 12 years old or if you're if you're 100 years old, everything okay. is so simple to understand. Where do we and find the book? You can get the book on um, all of the websites, okay. on Amazon, on um, uh, Smashwords, on Apple. Um, I have um, I have it uh, on my TikTok. My TikTok is just Deborah Polardi. Uh, I don't have an Instagram that's set up right now, but I have 
information about it on my Facebook page. Okay. Um, you know, it's just, you just get the, the title and go to any bookstore okay. and they will order it for you. Yes. You so know, you guys try to get the book because here's the thing. Um, so while you may not be uh, uh, a person in the domestic violence, you may know someone, you may now be able to identify someone, you may be able to help someone, you may come up with some new plan that no one thought of before, you may save or change your life. That's why it's important to read the book. And that's why it's important when you finish reading it, please pass it to somebody else. Yes. Because if we don't start doing what we can with what we have, she's sharing her story, she's sharing her lessons, if, if she didn't share that, what do we have, right? We don't have anything. We can't heal unless we heal, help each other heal. So it's, it's a societal thing. I believe it's a community thing. I think we all have to play a part, especially when it comes to domestic violence, because they are so isolated that oh, the community yeah. has to be there for them. They, and they agencies, help. they have to know how to build a good team, how to stash, how, you know, uh, how to, uh, you know, have locations that, that are not right around the corner. Um, so many elements to this, but it's mm -hmm. a community effort and the yeah. way community, the one thing you can do if you're watching the show that you can do is buy the book and share it with somebody else after you yes. finish it. Because if you, if you have information, that's half the battle. But oh, if, yeah. you, if you run into a situation and you have no information, right? someone might die. Yes. That, that's the difference. Yes. The difference. So yes. I thank you. Um, so much that uh, uh, Deborah for joining us um, and you guys, the name of the book, sweetie, how much should you give up to keep that relationship? Amazon, check it out. Uh, and there's a subtitle to that. Yes, there it is. I can answer that. And yes. I did answer that. Yes, she did. And the book <laughs> is really good. Please read it. Give it a review on Amazon yes. and please like and share and subscribe to this video. And um, yeah, guys, that's it. I can't believe our time is up so fast. I but I thank you. Oh, wait, let me take this off. I thank you so much for, um, you know, taking the time. And uh, we'll circulate this and get it out and put it on the podcast as well. Uh, so hang out for a minute as we say our goodbyes, guys. All right. Thank you guys for watching. I see you out there, Gina. Um, thank you, Richard. Uh, thank you so much uh, for all your help too, Richard. Um, Grandma, I see you out there. So thank you guys for watching. And please like and share and subscribe, okay? And we'll be back. Um, uh, no, we won't be back. Uh, we'll be back next week. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Hang out for a minute, uh, Deborah. Baby, I'm drunk only. Know the cup won't love you like I do. Baby, I'm known that we, we can't live in the past, but the past is all I see. Why you gotta make me wait? Why you give my love away? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa.